Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, it is the 25th of June 2021. This is the COV, the stuff you need to know about the day in business markets and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney. I'm here with Cara Ordway. Hi. Hey, what a way to end the week. Oh no, Friday special. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said normally we'd be, um, you know, cheersing, having a bit of a, yeah. a tipple or recovering from a bit of a drink uh, by the time we report the pot record the podcast but um not to be with this sydney lockdown being put in place a car didn't seem to really impact equities today though no it didn't still finishing in the green but it's been an interesting week though considering what we saw on monday that big drawdown and then a bit of a recovery really if you're finishing the week it's kind of like nothing happened yeah so by the end of the week the xjo was not high enough to get us to that sixth straight week of gains. I thought it was going to do it. It did not. Um, But still putting on close to 33 points to 7308, considering the fact that there was all of the hawkish headlines, you know, and still some pretty hawkish commentary from some of the Fed Reserve members. Uh, still, the market is yeah. seemingly looking through it. And you know how it, it was a big event? It was because FX markets finally moved. We finally got the volatility that we were looking for. And you know, if FX moves, then it's a big event. So look, we're back to sticky levels now, but we did get a moment there. Yeah, you had a moment. It wasn't long enough, I don't think, in your books. Anyway, and the thing is, too, uh, volatility in equities is also, I mean, it's at pre-pandemic lows. And I think part and parcel, it's because governments, and we saw it last night with that uh, infrastructure spend being agreed upon in the U.S., you know, we're still spending, spending big. And even the BOE, you know, lots of people thought they'd be hawkish. They weren't at all. No, they weren't. But we had um, Carl from IG on the trade this afternoon, and we were looking at volumes when it comes to equity markets. They're low. Of course, we're heading into the summer at the moment. We're also looking at the put-call ratio when it comes to what options traders are buying, and they're still very bullish. But maybe that's an indicator that we might be seeing uh, a bit of movement when it comes to the downside soon. Well, I don't know how long we've been talking about that, though, (laughs) to be honest. Very true. But I had a number of conversations to your point this week as well. Uh, just with Jason McIntosh, you know him from Mo- Motion Trader. He's very much into momentum. And he said, look, he is taking a more cautious stance right now. Uh, not expecting any sort of major catastrophe or any major pullback, but just saying, look, you know, it can't keep going like this forever. And I think that's the thing as well. Is like, There's no need to be fearful if there is some, a change in cycle. Um, you know, or, or you know, the interest rates are going to rise. I mean, they, they it is going to happen. Will. Exactly. But I think that the Fed, in my opinion, Scotty disagrees with me, as you know, but I think that the Fed is is doing its utmost, utmost to avoid a, a taper tantrum. And that's exactly what this slight turn is about. You know, whether or not that's a hawkish turn or whether it's just an a- absolute reflection of reality, 
you know it's yeah. like we need to label things yeah exactly yeah. tipping their toes in the water testing it out and look as you said there was a pullback but then the market calmed down so yeah. maybe they are doing it right yeah well time will tell as <laughs> always um look you've written a view in uh the cob newsletter if you don't subscribe to the newsletter do it because again you get surprised sometimes it's not always scuddy cara puts her pen to paper once in a while so what are you saying then you know do you think that uh FX traders should be, you know, prepped for more volatility? I think so at the moment. I think, um, look, they haven't been reacting as much as some of the data that some of the data that's been coming out as as those equity traders, as those bond traders, they've been sitting tight. But when something important comes out, they do react. And I guess that's, you know, what trading is all about, making sure that you're moving at the right moment, waiting for those opportunities, not trading ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, the volatility is going to come. Uh, and when it does come, it comes big. Yeah. Okay. Next week, we have here in Australia, weekly consumer sentiment read on Tuesday. We get that every re- week from the ANZ. We've got a speech from the Reserve Bank governor. He's part of a panel at a banking conference, but no doubt the Q&A will be of much interest. We get home prices here in Australia, international trade, job vacancies. So it's not a massive week, but I guess we are gearing up toward that RBA meeting the following week, right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's we're heading into non-farm payroll numbers as yep. well. And one of the ones that the FX markets are watching tonight is that USPC deflator number, the expectation um, is around 3.1 to 3.5%. And if there's a beat there, inflation is the one that moves FX markets. Mm-hmm. So potentially we'll see some reaction when it, come to, it comes to equities as well. Yeah, so if it surprises to the upside, we'll see strength in the US dollar, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. All right, keeping ourselves live for that one tonight. Although you get the feeling around town, don't you, that everybody's just clocked off I think so yeah it's pretty dead out there it's pretty much a ghost town around our offices of course the lockdown when it comes to central Sydney the weekend I think there's going to be a lot of Netflix going on (laughs) I'm prepping I just um, got a text from from a friend who said look I went to Coles or Woolies or whatever one it was, I don't know, and said I just dropped about 500 bucks just to get me through. And I'm Hopefully sure not on toilet paper. Of, no, no toilet paper to be had apparently, but I'm sure there's, there's a bit of chocolate and a bit of chips and maybe a bit of wine in there as well. I don't know. I, I'm just taking a guess. Uh, we've got a number of uh, great interviews that we did throughout the day today because we never stop, of course. So lockdown, no lockdown. We bring you eight hours of markets and business coverage every weekday. We spoke with Stuart Roberts from Stock Down Under talking about telehealth companies and where the opportunity is there and uh, also Gemma Dale from NAB Trade so Gemma getting us across all of the trends that they're seeing on the platform yeah one of the big ones was that Woolworths Endeavour Trade she said it was a 90% buy this week she also had some of the buy now per later names back on the table uh, and when it comes to the international play Apple Microsoft and, and Planet here were all a sell Tesla, though, a buy when it comes to the NAB trade, mm. retail traders. Yeah, Afterpay was really back in vogue yesterday on news of that extension of a program in the U.S. that opens itself up to more uh, customers. Uh, Zip uh, today got put under a bit of pressure, I think, that City came out saying that it looks as if Afterpay could claim more territory in the U.S. over Zip and QuadPay because of that deal. Um, I chose CSL as the stock of the day today, Cara, because it's had... Like I think four broker downgrades in less than a week and a half. So something's up with CSL. It has been a weight on the market overall. Um, I sat down. Well, I didn't sit down in person, but I spoke with Rudy Philippek Fendike from FN Arena and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Here's what they had to say. It's an interesting one coming from Claude. 
I'm without knowing, I strongly suspect that individuals within CSL would have absolutely realized that mRNA, uh, mRNA vaccines were going to be important. So I wonder how that wasn't listened to and, and how they didn't end up being part of the solution that we so badly needed. And that would have really, if they had been producing mRNA vaccines right now, they would their share price would be flying for a start. And second of all, they would be doing a great service to um, all Australians. So I rage sold my shares in CSL because I'm so angry they didn't do that. Big shareholder in, in, in CSL, well, not... Not that I'm a big shareholder in CSL. CSL is a big, big uh, component in my portfolio, which is the other way around. Yeah. Um, and I'm taking a long-term view, and I'm relying on the fact that this is a high-quality company. Uh, this is a obviously a transformation they have to go through. I think the performance of the shares over the next five to ten years, in particular over the next five years, will be will be uh, more subdued than they have been over the past five years, and that's because the company now has to. Uh, adjust to a post-COVID uh, environment. And that was Rudy Philippek van Dyke from FN Arena and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. If you'd like to listen to those views in full, I think it's worthwhile, especially Claude's. I mean, I, I sort of was interested at, in the reasons why he sold. And, you know, it's good to have those alternative views out there so you can do that just by um well you can download the call podcast if you like podcasts which presumably you do or you can head to our website and we have all of the call episodes archived there if you'd like to listen through uh, csl was stock of the day today Afterpay, uh just to finish those thoughts was stock of the day yesterday uh Cara, what else is floating your boat on this friday as we make our way out of the city and to our homes to, to sit tight. Yeah, well, it was interesting. Talking of the lockdown, I spoke with um, Wes Lambert from the restaurant and catering industry this afternoon, and he was just talking about just how much of a big impact this has on the small businesses because it was so snap, and they weren't expecting Gladys to announce this lockdown, the amount of surplus orders that they've made, the amount of staff that they need to put on hold for the next seven days or so, and just how much of a big impact it is going to have uh, on those small businesses. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's one to think of. And then the conversations I was having throughout the afternoon, you know, with experts, Jeffrey Hallier from Rwanda, who's in Jakarta, you know, our own Shane Oliver from AMP here in, in Australia, just saying, yeah, like, don't forget that it's the health outcomes that will still yeah. largely determine what happens with everything, whether that be central banks, in, you know, interest exactly. rate, um, stimulus, everything, like all roads still lead back to COVID. Exactly. It's still looming over everyone. And you can just see how fast it changes the situation. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, look, Cara, we'll call it a day, a week, shall we? Just to reiterate, we did see a pretty strong performance, all things considered, coming through from the local market with the XJO finishing up by close to half a percent, 7308 Aussie dollar, I'm going to put you on the spot. Where is that sitting as, around as we head toward the weekend? Uh, I'm just getting my screen. I'm just sitting below the 76 uh, cent mark at the moment. Look, when I was talking to the analysts this week and we were seeing those big volatility moves, uh, they were saying, you know, if it breaks that 75.50, there's not much on the downside. So if we do see uh, a big number tonight, we could see another movement. Um, but look, sitting sticky at the moment between that range of 75.50 and 76 cents. All right. And that PC deflator tonight. Cara, I look forward to seeing you on Monday morning. Sounds good. All right. Have a great Have weekend. Good
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.